Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Macomb County's most famous resident is legendary, but he is also not real. We are standing in the parking lot of the old Gibraltar Trade Center, and we are staring at the bowler hat topped giant man who welcomes you to the facility, which is now Pleasantries. The Gibraltar Man. What is it that makes the giant man outside of the old Gibraltar Trade Center so iconic? This is the Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Annie Scaramazzino and I do a lot of stories where we go out and meet people who are doing really interesting things. But this time, the person we met is 75 feet tall and lives on the side of a highway. All right, Annie, you and I are both from Macomb County, and this is kind of like, I don't know if I want to call it Mecca. Where are we? We are standing in the parking lot of the old Gibraltar Trade Center, and we are staring at the bowler hat topped giant man who welcomes you to the facility, which is now Pleasantries. The Gibraltar man, right? I mean, he's been here since the early 1990s. You can't think of this area without thinking about this guy. Yeah, he's pretty iconic. You'd look at him and you just think Gibraltar. He's the Gibraltar man. We've been trying to figure out exactly who this man is based off of. If it's just a random kind of sketching of a gentleman that they thought looked like he was welcoming and and kind of dapper, or if it's actually based off of a real man. We're still going to try to figure that out. We're going to see if we can figure out who the Gibraltar man was based off of and what his actual history is. So, Annie, we're much warmer now. We're back in the studio after being at Gibraltar and Macomb County. And here's the thing. We really did try to find out as much about the Gibraltar man as we could. And I'll be honest with you, I was surprised at how little we found. It is so much more mysterious than I ever would have expected. I spent all of yesterday evening searching and cross-referencing and Googling and searching on social media for more background on the Gibraltar man and on the artist who painted the original Gibraltar man. And there just wasn't that much stuff online, if anything at all. I was having a hard time finding details, and I couldn't believe that this landmark, something of this scale, didn't have more information, more facts online. It was I was kind of blown away by that. That surprised me, too, because as we'll discuss throughout this podcast, the Gibraltar Man is an institution in southeastern Michigan, Macomb County, Mount Clemens, whatever. And so I thought it would be like the giant tire episode we did where it was very easy to find everything about the tire, but we didn't have that luck here. He was constructed in 1989 and then kind of like finished and the whole the place opened in Mount Clemens in 1990. So it wasn't that long ago. I mean, we're talking 34, 35 years ago at this point. So you would have thought that there would have been just more photos available, uh, you know, pictures of it actually all coming together at that site in Mount Clemens or just any kind of reference to the artist Leonard Thompson. And I just couldn't really find that much. And I thought that was a shame because it's such an incredible piece of art. It's a billboard and a sign for all intents and purposes, but it's also a piece of art. And I think that the scale of it is so impressive. And Leonard deserves a lot of credit for working on this thing. One of Leonard's daughters gave some background about her father and and how that kind of came together. And 
He grew up in Gross Point and he graduated from CCS and he was a billboard and sign painter for Gannett Outdoors for 20 years. And she said she remembers that her mom would take her and her siblings to see her dad painting these like large scale signs. And again, I didn't find that much about Leonard online at all when I searched for him. And obviously he was working on some pretty significant pieces and we'd love to learn more about that. He definitely deserves the honor of having built and painted and sort of helped construct this original piece that has been so familiar to us for so many years. The questions we had were twofold when it comes to the statue itself. One was, who did it? And we know it was Leonard Thompson. But our big question that remains unanswered is, why? Why this guy with the bowler hat? He looks like Charlie Chaplin, kind of, but this was done in the late 80s. Just doesn't add up. Who is he? Is he modeled off of anybody? Or is it just a rendering of somebody that was supposed to resemble Charlie Chaplin? Is it just supposed to be kind of a generic gentlemanly type. So we've tried really hard to try to figure out who, if anyone, that was modeled off of, or if that was just sort of an original rendering of just something generic. And so if anybody knows, if anybody has any idea how that all came together, and if there was somebody specific that was modeled after, let us know, because we're still really curious about that. So why now? Why are we talking about this landmark now? And I think the answer is very simple. The answer is that change is inevitable. It is. And it's nice that they didn't tear him down, that they're keeping him up and, you know, continuing to restore and make sure that it stays standing tall. Yeah. And I was really interested in what Ryan Wood said. And he's the creative director of Pleasantries. He's kind of in charge of the vision in changing the Gibraltar man. And talking to him was interesting. I think he's got a pretty incredible looking suit. I love the suit that he's wearing. For us, it was just about updating the color and sort of making it cohesive with obviously the company, the brand, the store. Um, it, I think it looks great, but you know, what goes into that? Um, obviously what we're hearing is Zach from Detroit Sign Painters coming down off of his lift, but um, there's an incredible amount of prep work and attention to detail that Zach puts into it. And we trust him to you know, execute everything that we don't consider because it's really easy for me to just put a, you know, update a rendering or change a color on something. But when Zach is actually going up there and applying it, there's so much more that goes into it. And Zach is, in my opinion, one of the best to do it. As he was telling us, he didn't want it to become something silly. He didn't want it to become somewhat of almost like a joke or something like that, as people have suggested um, different ways that maybe they could tie into the the marijuana type brand. They wanted to make sure they kept the uh, the essence of it and made sure that they, they did right by the Gibraltar man. Ryan mentioned that Zach could be heard coming down from his lift, and that Zach isn't me, Annie. It's Zach Warman. He's the owner of Detroit Sign Painters, and you know, luckily he was coming down to chat with us. What is it like being up there? Especially, I mean, you're talking about yesterday and how windy it was. Like, what's that like? The best way I could explain it, it would be like sitting in one boat trying to paint another boat. So, like, both surfaces are constantly in motion. That sign is flexing the whole time you're up there. And then not only that, but then the panels, they'll, like, catch a wind breeze and some of those panels will kind of like bend on you all of a sudden while you're like in the middle of some fine line the lift is bobbing left to right back and forth and then you know then you got the sign coming at you a little bit and it just plays with your eyes and after a while you just kind of just stare right through it plant your legs like a tree root and like let your lower body just do all the motion and just keep your hands steady 
Keep it going. It's like a human gimbal. Like Pretty much. Yeah, and you don't even notice it after a while until you get home, and then you're like, dude, my legs are killing me. <laughs> Zach was amazing. I couldn't believe what he was working on up there. I mean, that just the scale of it's incredible, especially when we saw him in that lift up there next to it. I mean, he looks so small next to this gigantic sign, statue, billboard, whatever you want to call it. Just working on that by yourself for the most part, is a ton of work. And he's completed it in about a month, or he will have completed it in about a month. And I think that that is a pretty quick turnaround, honestly, for something of that size. The Pleasantries folks could have done whatever they wanted with the Gibraltar man. They could have torn it down. They could have changed it dramatically, right? He wears this suit. He's got a top hat. He has a little mustache. They could have put sweatpants and a sweatshirt on him. They could have done whatever they wanted. But instead of going for a massive change, it's more of a subtle update. They didn't change much. No, they've touched him up and they've changed his colors and that's pretty much it. And they even have kept, I thought was really cool, and one of the things that we saw Zach working on the most when we were watching him was the actual Gibraltar Trade Center sign. And that still sits above the Pleasantry sign. So how did you decide what to do? You mentioned that people were giving you all kinds of suggestions when they saw that the project began. And I mean, the update is certainly noticeable, but it's also, I don't want to call it minimal because you've painted two sides of a 75-foot sign, but you didn't change much. No, I think for us, we obviously wanted to give him a refresh and obviously just give him a fresh layer of paint. I think the last time anybody put anything on this was about 30 years ago. So bringing him up to date, giving him a fresh look, obviously a new suit. For me, it was it was really just about tying him back to the space and just sort of using it as a sort of a kickstart for a lot of the different renovations and improvements that we're going to be making to this area, this space specifically as a whole. People still are nostalgic for it, and it really hasn't been gone that long. And it meant a lot to a lot of people, whether they were shoppers or sellers and, and beyond. I mean, there was the fairgrounds there. There was all kinds of specialty shows. Celebrities came there through the years to sign autographs. Kurt Gibson was there. Muhammad Ali visited the Taylor location. I mean, the, Gibraltar was a big deal, uh, and I think they want to honor that. The Gibraltar Trade Center, 600,000 square feet, the one in Macomb County, was absolutely enormous. And on any given day, the amount of different things you could get in there was unbelievable, whether it was car parts or clothes or a knife or a gun, or you could get your baseball card signed, you could buy collectible coins, you could get unfortunate tattoos. I have one of those on my back from Gibraltar. So you really could do a little bit of everything, and it was just like a giant flea market, a giant swap meet. Yeah, before the internet and before you could go on something like Amazon and find what random thing you needed, you could go to Gibraltar Trade Center and you could walk around for a while and chances are you were going to find it. I mean, you could get anything there from a rug to a sword. It was There was vendors there that were there for decades that people actually came to know and love the folks that ran it. So it was also part of the community in a lot of ways. And when it closed in 2017, people were heartbroken. It was really sad. It was part of our community that was also closing for good, and that was a bummer. And with the rise of Internet retail, I'm sure combined with other factors, the family that opened it originally in the 70s and ran it all throughout made the decision to close. And it was a sad day. And there are videos you can find online of those final few days. And people are really bummed. I mean, there's people who are crying, the vendors that worked there for years and years and became close with people that became their frequent shoppers. In general, the market nationwide was one of the largest public markets that there were at the time. So it was notable in a lot of different ways. And for what it's worth, I did get redemption. The tattoo on my back is still terrible. I still have it. But... The one on my arm is not from Gibraltar. 
It is of Gibraltar. Annie, from my elbow to my wrist, I have the Gibraltar man in the flesh. And you have multiple tattoos. I have a lot. But I bet that that's one you probably get, if not the most, many, many comments on. I do. And a lot of times it is from people, sometimes they'll be like, oh, what's that? But usually it's like, oh, my God, no way. And I bet that you can identify a Michigander or a Metro Detroiter by how familiar they are with that tattoo. Right. Either you live here or you're from here or both. But if if I show you my arm, I'll be able to tell right away. Yeah, and that's a cool thing. It's like it's like when we hold up our hands to show where we live in Michigan. It's the same thing. It's that familiar feeling. We've talked about things like this before, things that hold great significance to those in our area, like the giant tire. And owning that kind of stuff like Pleasantries does is super cool. But Ryan said that it also comes with a responsibility, and, and I liked what he said there. You know, Gibraltar Trade Center was a lot of things to a lot of people over a lot of years. Do you guys feel a sense of responsibility to Mount Clemens, Macomb County, Metro Detroit, when it comes to just how you conduct business and the way things look and the way things operate? I think an overwhelming sense of responsibility. I'm personally not from this area, but everyone I've talked to who is, there is a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of memories. There's obviously so much history that's packed into this space and even this parking lot that we're standing in. Yeah, I mean, parking lot or fairgrounds, right? For a lot of people, that's what this was. For me, the biggest point is to make sure that's honored and taken into consideration with anything that we do in the space and just trying to make good on this area as a whole and to do it right and not think of it as just a new retail space, but as something that is obviously bigger than that and has more history attached. We've talked repeatedly about how the Gibraltar man is an icon in our region. So we wanted to know what it was like for Zach to be such a huge part of that change. This guy is an icon. What is it like to be the guy that changes his suit? It's insane, man. I'm still like, it's hard on these types of projects because I'm just the guy who's doing it. There's such a bigger picture, you know what I mean? And it doesn't really set in until like I throw the brushes away and it's done and over. But, like, it's just, like, work time up until that. So it's kind of hard for me to say right now without freaking out too much, like, how much it really means to me. But, like, uh, it's hard to sleep at night. It means that much to me. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's probably, like, the biggest honor I'll ever have as far as, like, a sign goes. This is, this is it right here for Michigan sign painters. It doesn't get much better than this, man. Yeah, I mean, you got a name change, right? You're Zach, the guy that painted the Gibraltar sign. Yeah, I guess I am now. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's better than some of my past names. <laughs> from Macomb County residents and even just Metro Detroiters in general, because people have come from all over the state to shop at Gibraltar Trade Center, it was a really notable and gigantic marketplace. I think that we have this sort of nostalgia, this sort of pride and almost like a warm feeling about these types of places. And I'm sure that's true across the board for all towns and regions across the country. But for me, I'm born and raised in Metro Detroit. And so I can only speak to this region. And I know this is true of our local community. You and I both love stories like this, you know, stories that tug at the fiber of who we are as Michiganders and Metro Detroiters. And that Gibraltar man is such a big part of that. When we were out there, I had my son with me. And even though Gibraltar is already gone, it's been six years now, he too will have a similar memory to me. And I think that's just so cool. 
I love that he's going to live on, that he's not going anywhere. Just because Gibraltar is not there anymore, the Gibraltar man will still mark that region. And when somebody is driving down the highway and they're with somebody like your son's age and they say, hey, what is that? What's that guy doing? It, It forces you to then explain what used to be there. And that's a really cool thing. I'm so glad that we were able to do this. And it's funny, we've talked about this story for a while and trying to find not a reason to do it because you could do it any time, but I'm just so glad the opportunity presented itself because this is just one of those things. It's just like the tire where there's nothing else like it. You know exactly where you are as soon as you see it. Yeah, it's that sense of communal understanding, that sense of shared community. You show somebody a picture of this that's from the area and they recognize it right away and it's just part of being a Metro Detroiter and I think it's just one of those things that we can't always describe why it's so special but it is and it's so nice that they're keeping the kind of tradition of it in so many different ways and that even though this isn't Gibraltar Trade Center anymore this this man this giant man will still be welcoming us here for years and years to come. Something I think is really cool, and again, just having this sort of theme of respect and honoring tradition and things like that, is that Zach reached out to the family of Leonard Thompson, who painted the original Gibraltar Man, in his backyard, which is crazy. So many parts of it apparently came together in Leonard's yard. To just kind of let them know what they were doing with it and just check and see if that was all right with them and let them know that they wanted to honor the memory of the original. And you talk about tying things together, and we talk about Leonard's daughter, Zach left the shoes, which are on the very bottom. The shoes have been left unpainted, and Zach and one of Leonard's daughters are going to paint that together. And I thought that was just amazing. That is a really cool part of it because it's carrying on this tradition. So uh, Thompson will always be a part of the painting of this sign, even in this new version of it. We'll still have that family's tradition and that family's history incorporated into the sign, and I think that's really cool. So the last question is, do I have to change my tattoo? I think you're safe to keep it as it is, as a homage or to honor the OG Gibraltar man. I think this is the new and improved Gibraltar man. I think yours can sort of be a throwback to the original. Good, because it's a big tattoo and it really hurt the first time. It'd be painful and there'd be a lot of shading. And I don't know if you want to go through all that. I don't blame you. Today's big thanks go out to Ryan Wood, Zach Warman, and of course, Annie Scaramazzino. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.